Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Let's now go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by former NHL goalie, current Vegas Golden Knights analyst. He is Mike McKenna joining us here on the show. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. How are you doing today? Oh, doing great. And happy to be on. Thanks for having me, like always. Mike, I'm curious. Did you take some T-Ravs down with you from St. Louis before you went down to Vegas and posted up for the season to begin? <laughs> well, I didn't have a mobile freezer. You know how I mean? You just yeah. you, grow, you go to Deerberg's and you grab all the frozen ones you can, but... Uh, no, I don't have any. I don't plan on making them, but I, I try to bring as much St. Louis influence as I can out there. I've made pork steaks, and huh. yeah, I, I do everything I can to try to bring a little bit of culture. I mean, no one's surprised if you walk in with a Budweiser. It doesn't really show you're a St. Louisan, you know, so you, you got to dig deep and, and bring out the pork steaks or the T-Ravs or the gooey butter cake, yeah, just, all the standards. It just shows you have good taste in beer, Mike. That's all Budweiser does. <laughs> Just the steam wiser. That's all you need, man. <laughs> so let's start with this matchup. You brought something else to you uh, with you out to Vegas. Unfortunately, it took our captain, uh, Alex Petrangelo's out there. He got I didn't his... do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm blaming you, Mike. It's all on you here. How's he played so far? You got to give us an update. What's the captain doing out there? He's been fine. I don't think he's been great, but he's been fine, which really when you make a transition to a team after a dozen years in another club, being a captain, a Stanley Cup winner, you know, arguably top five defenseman in the league as long as Petro's been, it's a big transition. You've got a completely different system under Pete DeBoer in Vegas than he had under Barube in St. Louis. Breakouts are different. Power plays different. So, you know, defensively, there have been moments where it looks like Petro's been a little bit lost just purely from a tactical standpoint, um, but it, it's coming. You know, the last game or two, he started to look more comfortable. You can hear it in his words after the game, just how he's starting to mesh and understand what his defensive partner is going to do more often. And that's been a challenge, too. The Golden Knights have rolled out 5D on occasion rather than 6, which is tough on a defenseman trying to just get used to a new organization when you're playing with four other partners. So, you know, he's been fine. It's it's tracking upward, but I think there's an awful lot of runway left for Alex Petrangelo to be better with the Golden Knights. You know, it's interesting, Mike, because I think people in St. Louis right now are saying the same thing about the new addition in the offseason, Tory Krug. How much of this do you feel, and you've been through training camps before, how much of the okayness with guys like Petro or Tory Krug with their new teams comes from the fact of them only having a shortened training camp and no preseason to really build that chemistry and understand the system in enough time? Well, it's definitely been talked about. You know, we're six, seven games into the season now for most teams, and that's generally your exhibition season. So getting used to things, you can only do so much in practice before you go to live fire in a game. 
you know, that changes everything. The moment you start to see a penalty kill against you, that's actually trying. That, you know, you're yeah. a penalty kill in practice. You're trying not to break the guy's ankle <laughs> with the shot. You know, and they're trying to get out of the way of the shot if they can. It's just a different ball game. So, you know, I can imagine for Tory Krug, it's, you know, you're funneling pucks with St. Louis. In Boston, you're used to giving it to Marshawn on the half while he's finding Pasternak on the backside and more creative plays through the slot. And it's just different. You know, and that's really where you look to exhibition to to try to get those changes put into play and get used to it as a player. And you know, it's it's not as simple as fans think. Like fans think, oh, this guy's motivated; he's going to be great. Well, you know, motivation only goes so far, especially at the NHL where everything's so optimized. And you know, players need time to be able to adjust and to be able to thrive in new scenarios. Mike McKenna joining us here on BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Mike, you, you mentioned the word motivation. Uh, that has been synonymous with some of the problems that Craig Berube has called out in, in recent days. Talking about the effort, the compete level. When you look at what these these series have been thus far, I'm curious if you've seen it, whether it be from Vegas or other teams that you've watched so far this year. Have you seen any indications early on that there's a problem for these teams that win the first game and then have, have a tough time being able to pick it up again for the second game? Cause it's been an issue here for St. Louis. And I was curious if you've seen that elsewhere as well. Well, I, I think it's a little bit of different things at play here. I mean, I think that you're looking at many playoff series, you know, Vegas and Arizona just went four games in a row. And to me, it's about who can adapt the quickest, you know, who's willing to adjust their game plan who can be most consistent within that type of setting. You know, you don't want to ride the roller coaster at all. And, so much of it just does come down to effort. Like you've got to bring it every night because you know, the other team is making systematic adjustments. They might be minor, but they're making them, you know, you've got to improve. You've got to steadily try to stay ahead of your opponent. So it, it matters a lot, but you know, you look at, I look at St. Louis and the, the egg that they dropped against LA the other night, you know, you've got a goalie going in and Billy Huso his first start and nobody plays, nobody shows up. You know, that's a problem. I, I can imagine for a goaltender, that's, for me, that was an awful feeling, you know. So you do start to question things. You can understand why Craig Berube's post-game press conferences have been pretty short and tense because it's one thing if you just don't adjust well in a back-to-back series, but it's another thing if you just don't have that effort across the board. And that's that's what's unacceptable in the NHL. If you stick to your game plan and you play hard and you lose, so be it. But if the effort's not there, that's really hard to accept. And Mike, I would imagine that the Blues are going to respond pretty heavily tonight with this matchup against Vegas. One, I feel like this is a a budding rivalry that's just going to get bigger after the eight games that they play this season. But two, I mean, we've already talked about Alex Petrangelo, but on the other side, you got a Ryan Reeves who likes to stir up trouble with these two teams when they meet. Uh, Are you expecting the same fireworks that we're expecting here in St. Louis when this puck drops tonight. Yeah, I expect it. I don't know that I expect it to be an all-out brawl. I don't think we're going to see a three three-ring circus on the ice, you know? <laughs> I mean, Ryan Reeves is actually as much as he stirs the pot, like he really plays his role really well. Yeah. Doesn't take dumb penalties, stays out of the box. Um, I mean, other than you know, on the Blues, I could see him getting under David Perron's skin pretty easily, mm-hmm. but that's not terribly hard to do in the first place, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I, I do expect there'll be some fireworks here and there, but I think it's really more just based on the fact that everybody's hyping up this matchup that St. Louis and Vegas, 
and St. Louis and Colorado and Vegas and Colorado as being the three heavyweights. So I, I do think that no matter how much players never want to admit to it, they've been looking forward to this from both teams. You know, you want to play the best. And, like, that's a big test for Vegas. They played Anaheim. Well, Anaheim's, hey, they work hard, but they're not there. They don't have the talent yet. I Arizona, know exactly what you think about Anaheim by you saying that they work hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just, I mean, I, I respect Dallas Eakins. He's got his team playing hard. They play pretty well, but they're fragile. You know, Vegas scores one goal and it's over. You know, and it's the same way with with Arizona. I don't even know what the identity of that team is, despite the fact that Rick Tockett's the coach and everybody says that the team has to play hard for him. They don't always. So uh, I think you're going to see teams tonight with St. Louis and Vegas that are a little charged up because they know, hey, this is really the test. Like, you want to win the Stanley Cup, you're going to have to go through one of these two teams, and neither team wants to give an inch. Mike, last question that I've got for you going into tonight. I wanted to ask you about the mindset for a guy like Alex Petrangelo going into this game. I know he's done a little bit more media than he probably would going into others, just to talk back with some of the guys that covered him here in St. Louis. But when he actually gets on the ice, given the fact that there's such limited fans and this is at home in Vegas, do you think it's going to be a whole lot different for him? Like, what do you think the impact will be on Alex Petrangelo mentally going into this one? Yeah, I think the word is surreal. I mean, I've been in that position before. I mean, guys, you know my track record. I don't think anybody wore more jerseys than I did in their <laughs> career. So I kind of got used to it. Um, it wasn't it wasn't that odd. But anytime you put a jersey on against a team that you were just with previously, whether it was one season or a dozen seasons like Petro, it's different. And it, it feels weird skating out on the ice. But once the puck gets going – once there's a couple hits laid, once the tensions rise a little bit, you forget pretty quickly, you know. And I think for a goalie, when you're facing shots like I was, it's a little bit different. You know, as a defender, as a, as a forward, you can kind of flow throughout the game. The only thing that's weird is just looking at the jersey, looking at the bench and seeing your old coaches. And it'll be strange for him. But I'm, I'm sure in his eyes, he's he's just can't wait to get this game over with. You know, you're, you're excited for it, but it's like, okay, time to rip the Band-Aid off. And it, it goes pretty quick. You know, you get one or two game under your belt like this, and you know, I mean, they're going to face each other eight times, so you might as well get used to it. But uh, I think it really is just get out there, get it done, get it over with, hope you win the game, and move on. Hey, Mike, my final one for you, buddy. Um, you know, both sides right now have a couple of players that are really impressive. For the Blues, it's been Jordan Cairo and Braden Shen, and for Vegas, it's been Mark Stone. Um, who, are, who are some of the players that you think people need to keep a close eye on in this first matchup tonight? Well, Shea Theodore. Uh, I mean, Mark Stone speaks for himself at both ends of the ice. I mean, he's tops in the league in scoring right now. He tops in takeaways, you name it. But Shea Theodore, to me, this is the biggest thing, is that Alex Petrangelo is riding shotgun with Shea Theodore. Yeah, that's unbelievable to think about with how good Petrangelo is. Theodore is really the one player in the Golden Knights that could pick up the puck in his defensive zone, dance around everybody, and put it under the bar and in. He has that superstar ability. And he's been putting points up. You know, he's had a multi-goal game already this season. He's flown under the radar for a couple of years. I feel like in the bubble, in playoffs, was really his coming out party. But Shea Theodore, keep an eye on him. He's been excellent for the Golden Knights. Uh, of course, Mark Stone, the chemistry he has with Max Pacioretty, really, really good. Those two have been dynamic together. Uh, and, and really, the, kind of the X factor for me for the Golden Knights is Alex Tuck. He's playing third-line minutes. But when he's playing really well, when he's moving his feet, the, the Golden Knights kind of go as Alex Tuck goes. So somebody to keep an eye on that you may not think about, that's, he plays a really big role for the team. And when he's playing well, 
the Golden Knights tend to be playing well. Hey, Mike, I, I got one more for you, buddy. I saw a, a video of Kenlin, your little girl, on the ice the other day, and uh, did she get those slick shootout moves from you? <laughs> you know, I've been I've been encouraging her to try to shoot the puck through the goalie, shoot it through <laughs> the net, shoot it as hard as you can. And she's she's just now starting to get it airborne. She's playing 8U for Kirkwood, and yeah, they were in a tournament this weekend in Wentzville, and she she buried the the shootout game winner five hole and was so surprised she didn't even know how to celebrate. <laughs> Which, I tell you what, guys, like I've watched the clip a hundred times and probably cried seventy. I'm just it's it's better than anything I ever did on the ice. Just seeing that happiness, you know, like just the the sheer joy of a child enjoying the game and the sport and. She'll never forget that. It, it was a really special moment for her. Joey's for her not. Joey's not coaching her, is he, Mike? No, but Joey and I run into each other all the time at the rink because he's usually uh, he's like the session after us, right? So I think uh, some mornings at Queenie at seven a.m. when I show up, he's there at eight, and we always say hi and, and pass notes along to each other. <laughs> we're both uh, we're both co-coaches at Kirkwood. It's it's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Fun. Mike, we always appreciate the time. I mean, we look forward to this uh, matchup tonight between the Golden Knights and the Blues. People can hear it right here on 101 ESPN pregame coverage with Alex Ferrario beginning at 7 o'clock. All the best to you and the family, Mike. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the game tonight. You got it. That is Mike McKenna joining us here on 101 ESPN. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.